you're listening to the Course Creation Bites podcast, bite-sized lessons for busy business owners creating, launching, and selling their own course. Each week, you'll get short, practical lessons that focus on one part of your online course creation journey and an easy action step to go away and implement. Here's your host, Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. Let's get started. Today, we're talking all things testing. Hi, I'm Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food, and we're going to talk today about the importance of testing, except the truth is that I think everyone knows that it's important to test your course before you let people into your program, before you let it free on the world. Um, But testing really comes down to more than just having a poke around and making sure it's okay. And that's kind of what I want to stop and talk about today is that I want to take you through three different things that I think you should test or different ways that I think you should test that I don't think anyone is actually doing. Having said which, I do want to preface this episode with, it will never be perfect on your first run. In fact, I don't think it will ever be perfect on any run because courses morph and develop over time. Every time you run a course, you're going to want to develop it in another sort of way. So you might put a round of students through and then find that there was a technical component that didn't work quite the way you thought it would. And so you want to change that. You might run it a second time and find that the group support didn't work the way you thought it would. And you'd want to add in more support. You might run it a third time and find that some of the content is becoming a little outdated and want to update the content. You can see where I'm going, right? Even if you think it's just about right. It is constantly changing and evolving and good courses should constantly change and evolve and should have space for that. So this isn't about getting something perfect before it rolls into the world, because I genuinely don't think there is a perfect when it comes to a course, but it's about finding that 90% of the issues before it goes live and making sure it's a good course before it hits the live world. So here are three things that I think you should be testing that you probably aren't testing independently. One. You should be testing the content. And I'm not talking about getting it to your mum or your dad or your friends or whatever else. Although if they're really good with proofreading and grammar, not a terrible idea. My dad is a terrible one for going through my website or emails or something and letting me know that, Sam, you spelt this word wrong or you've done this thing wrong. Um, Love you, dad. Look, that is helpful, but what I really want you to do is test whether the content is understandable for your target market. So you want to find an ideal client, and this is where good quality beta testers come in. A beta tester shouldn't just be your friend or your mom or someone you know. It should be your ideal target market, someone who is exactly where they would be if they were going to be your student, who has an active interest in learning your program and your content and wants to learn because that makes a great beta tester because they are an ideal representation of your ideal student who will be coming through the program. And that's how you're going to test your content. You need to make sure that when they watch the videos, they understand what you're saying. When they download the PDF, they understand what the questions are asking them to do. When they read the text on the screen, they understand what it's telling them. It's great for your friend to go through and so that they understand, but you'll find Um, If you're like me, especially my friends tend to be in similar industries or have similar experiences. And so stuff that makes sense to me makes sense to them as well, but might not make sense to someone in my target market who's coming in who doesn't know this stuff. And so it's really important that when you test your content, you test it with someone who is an ideal representation of the students who are going to be using the content. For the moment, don't worry about any of the other stuff. And you don't have to test all of the content if you don't have an opportunity to, but test some of it to see how it's working. 
You might be able to test module one and that gives you a good idea of what works and what doesn't. So you can take that with you when you create the rest of the content. So part one, test the content. Two, test the tech. Now you can do this, but you will become a bit tech blind. I know when I've been working on a course or a program for a long time, I just, I see what I think I see. It's like when you write something and you, know, and you don't pick up your own spelling mistakes until the moment you've pressed send. Um, it's the same with a course. You get a bit blinded because you've just been looking at the same thing time in, time out. But what you need to do is work from beginning to end and test every button. I want you to click every link and make sure the link downloads. I want you to click every next button and make sure it goes next. I want you to click every play on a video and make sure it plays. You need to press every button from beginning to end. And this is where you can use your mom or your daddy friend or someone else, because then you're probably best off getting someone else to go through and click every button from beginning to end. And they will normally find something that you didn't find simply because they're looking for different things or they notice buttons that you might not have noticed, or they press the buttons that you've just gone. I pressed that yesterday and the day before I know that does what it does. It doesn't always. This is where you can use that army of friends and family and get them to click every button. So that's part two, test the tech. Number three, test the process and the user experience. Now, this is about going through the journey of being a customer or a client as part of your program. This is where you want to test the process from going from landing page or sales page through sign up process, through payment processor, through thank you page, through welcome emails. You won't do this until right near the end when you're just about ready to launch and you need to go through the whole thing. It's also important that you go through the payment process. So um, I see a lot of people when they're testing their program set the um, a coupon for $0 or 100% off or something and go through the process. And that's fine because it takes you through sales page, checkouts, welcome email, those sorts of things. But because you're not feeding the system any money, it doesn't show you what happens as part of that checkout process. And as part of, do they get a sales receipt? Like who gets what, what's, what happens as part of that process. So it's important that if you're going to test the user experience for coming into your program, that you make sure that you set a coupon for 95% off or so that the course is for a dollar, but you have to put some money through the system to make sure that it works the way you want it to work. Yes, it's going to cost you a dollar, but most of that's going to come back to you minus payment gateway fees. You're going to end up with 90 cents or something and it'll cost you 10 cents, Um, but it's it's genuinely worth doing. So go through the process as if you were a first-time student, land on your sales page. Is it clearly available what they should press to buy? When they get to the checkout page, is it clearly available what the information they need to enter? Does something error? Does it work? When they go through the payment processor, does it take the money smoothly? Does it spit up an error code? When they get to a thank you page, does it thank them for entering the program or does it still involve Lauren Ipsum text? Because it's often where I see people forget to create a thank you page or forget that the platform they're using, maybe a Thinkific or a Teachable, it auto generates one, but it just fills it with filler text. So if you don't go and find it and change it, then through that process, you're going to identify that, whoops, I missed that one. I need to go back and change that page. And then the last bit of that is what do they get once they've done that? So they've given you their money and they've landed on a thank you page and they're all excited about joining the program. Well, then what? Does the thank you page link them through to the content? Do they get a welcome email in their inbox with their username and password? If that's auto-generated by the site and kind of ugly and boring, do you then send a lovely welcome email welcoming them to the program? What happens? What do they get from you? Going through the process and the user experience is actually a really big job because it's not just, oh, they press buy, they give me some money, they get into the program. There's actually quite a bit more to it than that. And people forget there's so much involved. So 
Part three that you should be testing is that full user experience. And again, here, this is where it's a good idea to get someone who's not you to go through it too, because there are things that you just assume. You're just like, oh yeah, I know that button does that. Oh yeah, I know I have to put this information in this box because you've probably tested it before. You've probably purchased similar programs before, but it's important that your ideal target market goes through it, or at least someone else goes through the process to make sure it works for them too. That also gives you an opportunity to make sure that it works on a different computer where you might not be logged in, that it works with someone who's got a credit card with a different user. It works where there's someone's got a Mac rather than a PC. It's all these little idiosyncrasies that it's worth checking out. So those were three things that I think you really should be testing. And while you can just start at the beginning and work your way to the end in one big fell swoop, I think you miss out on really understanding some of the different parts of your program. And I strongly suggest that you try and test some things separately. Test the content with an ideal market and really make sure it's understood. Test the tech, go through and press everything you can find and see what happens. And then test the process and user experience. Make sure that when they're purchasing the program, they feel welcomed, that everything works and that they get the thing that they're supposed to be buying. So your action step, because you can't build a course by listening to me talk about courses, you actually have to go in, do something. And today I want you to test. If you've got a live program that's already running, I hope you did some sort of testing before it went live, fingers crossed. Um, But this is a good opportunity to go back. Often when things have been running for a little while, we just assume that everything is working right and that someone would tell us if it wasn't. And yes, in most cases, someone will let you know if they've pressed a button and it doesn't work, but not necessarily. Sometimes they just get frustrated and they don't bother to tell anyone. If there's a file that doesn't download properly, they just assume it's user error and they don't bother telling you, but the file doesn't download properly, right? So it's worth, even if you've got a course that's been running for a while, book in a time to just go through and test some of those features and make sure things are working the way they're supposed to be working, that things are doing what they're supposed to be doing. If you haven't launched your course yet, this is your reminder to book in some time to test your program before launch date and give yourself some time. Because if you do it like half an hour before you're due to launch or even the day before you're due to launch, what happens if this test process kicks up a bunch of things that don't work? All you're going to do is stress yourself out trying to fix it in a short time frame. So it's important that you allocate time to test your program with enough time to fix anything that comes up so that you're not stressed about it. So that's it. Go away and test, 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 test. Okay, it's time for all of those podcasty bits. If you've loved this episode, share it with your friends or just tell random people about it. Stop them in the street. Okay, don't stop them in the street, but please do share it with your friends, especially if you think they will find it helpful. Make sure that you have subscribed so that you get access to all of the future episodes and better still, leave a review. Podcast reviews are like gold. So I would really appreciate it if you took a couple of moments and leave a review with your thoughts and takeaways from this podcast episode. Lastly, why not come over and join my free Facebook group? Simply search content into courses inside Facebook. There's some good interaction that happens on over there. I'm in and out on a regular basis to answer all of your questions and to give some live tips and tricks. And you get to learn from other course creators about all the things you can do to grow your course and your audience. That's it for this time. But as always, I will catch you next time. Mm -hmm.